Welcome back to another episode of Inherently Lazy, the creative support show where we cover an array of topics and solicit comments, advice, and questions from the audience to help build up each other's projects and make our dreams come true. I'm your host, Austin Killian, and today's topic is how to handle feedback, whether it's constructive or not. But before we dive into that, let me tell you about my week. Okay, so... Also, by the way, I hope you guys had a fantastic week. I know that I did. Um, so my week was kind of, I don't know, it was okay. It was it was an okay week. We started off on Sunday. My daughter, or actually Saturday, she got sick and, uh, and then just kind of threw up all over the place. Uh, not all over the place, but in, in her bed that night. And then just has been kind of sick throughout the week. And now she's developed a cough, so kind of keeping us awake and getting us worried and all that stuff. She kind of has, what is it, pre-asthma, and I guess it's just something, they're just calling her pre-asthma because they can't really call it asthma because she's too young, I guess, I don't know, something like that, so we can't give her anything for it, but we're pretty sure that she has asthma and that she's going to have asthma when she gets older, and we'll have to get the inhaler and all that stuff, but that's okay, but we've been kind of dealing with that. My wife's sick, I'm sick, and... Oh my gosh, and my daughter was up super late last night coughing and all that stuff, and she threw up and was dealing with that, and probably only got three hours of sleep last night, ended up just going into work late and trying to catch up, and oh, it's been kind of a mess, but besides that, we did do one stream on Finley Ghost, on twitch.tv slash Finley Ghost, and that stream was okay, had one person that was viewing, you know, not big numbers, obviously, and it's been kind of stagnant for a little while now, but that's, again, kind of like what I said last week. I think it was kind of the same thing, but I was playing an obscure game, or, or not obscure, but a, a Batman Arkham Asylum, a game that no one's really looking for right now, and I was playing Call of Duty Modern Warfare, which is a very popular game, but at the same time, like no one's going to find my channel if I'm playing a super popular game because there's already people that they follow and have way bigger numbers than I. So, so, and there's probably, I don't know, like over a thousand, two thousand, maybe even 10,000 people that literally have not 10,000 people, sorry, like maybe a, I would say about like a thousand streamers that probably had like one viewer each, and I was one of them. So, you know, it was just kind of to be expected that I wasn't going to get too much. But that was okay. I still enjoyed myself playing Call of Duty Modern Warfare and also being able to talk to uh, uh, Aiden. He's He always shows up to the streams, and I'm super grateful for him. And and we had some good conversation. But So only one stream. I wasn't able to do two because, again, we were super sick and just dealing with stuff all week. And I probably sound kind of crappy. And... Again, that's just because I'm sick, so sorry for that if that translates over onto the audio for this episode. Hopefully, I'll be back to my good normal self next week. Also, it was Halloween this week. I hope you guys had a fantastic Halloween. Um, what Me and my wife and my child, we went as... My, my wife went as Winnie the Pooh, and Callie was Piglet, and then I was... Supposed to be Christopher Robin, but what didn't really end up looking like him because I got a beard and stuff right now and didn't get like the sh the bright blue shorts that he normally wears. So I we kind of ended up uh, hijacking it and I ended up just putting a name tag called Honey or it said Honey on it. And I was just a jar of honey basically for Winnie the Pooh. But it was OK. It was actually uh, it was it was 
we live in a fourplex right now, and there are quite a few people that walked right past our place because who's going to get candy from a fourplex? But we still ended up, I just ended up putting a sign saying, take as much as you want because we were going to have a ton of leftover candy. We still have a ton of leftover candy, which I'm fine with because it's all candy that I like. So that's totally okay by me. But I don't know, a lot of people grabbed a ton of candy and I had fun just putting that bowl out there and watching people through the peephole at through my door, just watching them grab candy. I'm, I'm a creep. I'm a freak, but whatever. I don't care. But that's pretty much how my week went. Hopefully next week's going to be, I mean, Halloween was fun, but hopefully next week, at least health wise, we're all going to be doing a lot better and hopefully just having a, a, a fantastic week and getting a lot of stuff done. But uh, so that's that's pretty much how my week went. Let's go ahead and report on the goal that I set for myself last week. And if you've been listening so far, usually I've been picking a few goals, but I decided to change it last episode to just setting one goal so that uh, the segment wouldn't become too, I guess, long winded in a way. But my goal that I set up for my myself last week was to put this show up, all the episodes up on the Cherry Nuke YouTube channel, uh, which I don't have a custom URL for yet. But uh, so far, it would be it, it was five episodes and I was able to do that. I accomplished my goal. I even said that if I didn't accomplish the goal, I wouldn't allow myself to eat ice cream for like a whole month or something like that. But I'm so happy to report that I could still eat ice cream and I will be getting that, that uh, utterly chocolate before you know it. Actually, is it Utterly Chocolate? Uh, yeah, I think that's the one that's my favorite. My wife loves Tillamook Mudslide. Ooh, maybe I should put up a poll. Who likes what? What? Which one better? Um, but that's that's how that went. Uh, so, which I'm super happy to report on. And then I also just kind of wanted to bring up along with that because I was able to put everything up on the Cherry Nuke YouTube channel, but I still don't have a custom URL, which I just said, and. I guess I think to do that, I need to have 100 subs. So anyone that's listening, if you could go over to Cherry Nuke, just search it on YouTube. I should be one of the only ones that it's got like a weird like nuclear reactor or like like an atom symbol with, I don't know, it's kind of an atom symbol with a cherry in the middle instead of an atom. If you could go to that and subscribe, I'm trying to get up to 100 subs so that I can build a custom URL so that I can direct people towards youtube.com slash cherry nuke rather than youtube.com slash capital A, three, four, five, lowercase w, blah, blah, blah. Uh, so that would be super appreciated. And I would thank you guys a lot. And and of course, if you guys had any goals that you guys set for yourselves and if you're able to accomplish them and and just go ahead and tell people about it so so that we could hopefully just, I don't know, kind of inspire people to set their own goals and, and report on them and just kind of pat themselves on the back. You guys could always write into inherently lazy podcast at gmail.com. I will I will I will compile a list and read all of them off and uh, give you guys the proper respect and, uh, that you that you deserve. But with all that said, why don't we go ahead and dive into the topic for this week. Again, that I uh, mentioned at the top, it is all about handling feedback, whether it is constructive or not. Now, this is a very important topic when you are creating projects. A lot of people, including myself, really are affected 
by feedback and criticism that they get from other people. I know that there's been a lot of projects that I've worked on that I've gotten negative feedback, especially if I'm live streaming. Some people just come in there and totally troll you and are jerks to you. And it, it definitely, it plunges me into the dark depths of despair that I have to immediately remedy with chocolate. And a lot of people are the same, a lot of creators and a lot of people, it totally stops them from continuing their projects and, and making their dreams comes true, come true, which is absolutely, it's horrible. It's heart wrenching. You know, I absolutely hate that. Uh, and, and the fact that there's people out there that are willing to try to destroy your ambitions and your enthusiasm by trolling you and just putting out horrible feedback it's 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 absolutely terrible that they even exist and i wish that wasn't the case but it is and so for this topic i definitely wanted to dive into that to hopefully give you some tips and how, on how to handle that and hopefully keep your enthusiasm up so that you can continue with your projects and make your dreams come true and not just leave it all to the wayside so to me there are two different kinds of feedback there's constructive and then there's destructive, okay? I think a lot of people would probably say deconstructive, but I like the word destructive better because kind of like what I mentioned before, it could really destroy someone's enthusiasm for their project and completely abandon it altogether. So again, two different kinds of feedback, constructive and destructive. So I wanted to give you a few examples, not, not too many, just a few examples from my past projects and just kind of go through what each of these examples could be on that spectrum. So here's, here's one comment that I got from the Finley Ghost YouTube channel that I started a while back that I've just kind of been using to archive my live streams on. It's from a guy named Diego. He says, Hola, Austin. Que tal, amigo? I'm glad you have your own channel. I already subscribed. I, th I think this is when I first launched the channel. You are a great YouTuber. I hope you remember me. And this this was just... Now, I guess it's not considered constructive in a way, but it's definitely more uh, positive. And I, I don't know. I just wanted to put out an example out there that really shows that someone was excited about my channel and that they were happy about it. And there's this level of positivity that definitely got my enthusiasm up in this project of Finley Ghost. Obviously, I didn't continue with it. Life got super crazy and super serious for me all of a sudden. So I wasn't able to really continue with that channel for a while. But I'm glad to be archiving my YouTube or my live streams on there now. But it was just, I don't know. I just wanted to put this example on there of, of, of positive feedback. And and that's that's definitely the, where it falls on the spectrum is, is in that line of positivity for sure. Here's another one from a guy called Good Enough. And this is from a YouTube video that I posted. There was, there was this weird crossover on, on this YouTube channel that I used to do with my buddy called White and Pasty. And I don't know, there were a few YouTube videos that we put up that PewDiePie, a few days later, put up a video that pretty much covered the exact same thing. And literally, his three videos like were the exact same topic of our three videos. And they just went up right after ours, or like a few days after ours. And I was looking at that. I'm like, what the heck, dude? And I was getting like really 
I don't know. Like I was reading way too much into it, but it was, I was just like, this is no coincidence. And so I put up a YouTube video explaining that and just, and, and I, I guess, I guess looking back at it now, I wasn't really thinking about it at the time, but the title was just like PewDiePie watches our videos. So that was probably, I mean, that was clickbait straight up, obviously. Um, and, and I kind of, I, I don't think I was thinking of it as click, clickbait because I was really 100% all in like, dude, he's 100% watching our videos. And, but, uh, I just wanted to preface that for this comment. He says, everybody on YouTube lost. Oh yeah. So the video was talking also about how people lost subs, like a lot of subs and we had lost a lot of subs and he was talking about it too. And, and anyway, so everybody on YouTube lost subs. They got rid of the inactive subs. You better think before you speak. Now, this was this one's an interesting one because it's kind of a cross between constructive and destructive in a way because everything's like like factual at the very beginning like everybody lost YouTube subs uh they got rid of inactive subs. I'm like, "Oh, okay. So that's constructive like, yeah, I I guess I wasn't even thinking about that. I was just super hung up on the fact that he was covering the exact same thing three times in a row and this was like the the straw that broke the camel's back. And, but looking at it now, it's just like, oh yeah, okay. Yeah. He, he brings reason into it. But then at the very end, he's just like, you better think before you speak. <laughs> and I'm just like, what the heck, dude? What's wrong with you? Why did you don't need to put that last part in? Like I already had all the facts. You didn't need to put in, you better think before you speak. Like, what are you, what, what are you going to do? You're going to reach your arms through the freaking the freaking uh, monitor and, and grab him by the throat and, and and give me a stern talking to what the fudge? You know what I mean? So it was just that's kind of like an example of, of two. There's constructive, like telling me the facts. And then there's destructive, like like you're an idiot. Like, why, why would you like he didn't say that outright, but that's how I, I think that's pretty normal to kind of take it that way. You better think before you speak. It, it, it just sounds kind of weird. And I don't know, just kind of mean spirited in a way. So I thought that that was an interesting example to put up there that could kind of be between the two. And then there's another one. The wor- Oh, yeah. So let me preface this video. I was doing some GTA, uh, just just stupid, stupid stuff, trying to do stupid stunts and stuff on that with like cars and jumping out of helicopters and landing back into the helicopters as you're falling all that stuff. And I did that video a little bit different. And I, I don't know, like <laughs> I put up a video before that, that kind of did the same thing and it was kind of popular on the channel. So I'm like, Oh, let me do another one. And for some reason I just leaned really hard into stupid commentary and I did it that way. And so this guy's comment is the worst commentary I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> And the great thing about this is every once in a while I rewatch old videos just to see how far I've come and, and stuff like that. And I watched that video and I'm just like, this is horrible. I was absolutely appalled by it. Like, I think I watched this a couple months ago. I'm like, this is one of the worst videos I've ever made. In my-. And at the time, I was very proud of it. And at the time, I saw that comment when I first published that video. And I was just like, wow, what an a-hole, blah, 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 you know, like this guy sucks, you know? And I was like, really, it was the only comment on that video. And I just felt like an idiot and, and it didn't do nearly as good views wise as the other one either. So I was just like, man, like this is bull crap, you know? And I, I was really hurt by it. And, but like rewatching it now, I'm like, wow, this is the cringiest video I've ever seen in my entire life. And, and so it was just super funny. Now, obviously 
like there's truth to what he's saying, but I would probably categorize this as destructive because there's literally nothing constructive about it. He's just saying worst commentary I've ever seen in my life. And that's very subjective, I would say. Because like there, there could have been some people that really loved it. Just the fact that I was screaming really loud into the mic, you know, and that's pretty much all that video was. It was absolute garbage. Because um, who wants to who wants to listen to someone just screaming to the mic? It's super loud. It's obnoxious, and you just you just need to chill out and be a human being and show people your actual true colors, your actual personality, instead of just screaming like a freaking moron. I could say that. That might be <laughs> towing the line between destructive and constructive, but I could say that about myself. I don't care. But again, that's destructive. There's there's nothing constructive about it. He's not saying anything to to help me be a better commentator when I'm playing video games. It's just saying this is trash. That's it. Totally destructive. Definitely hurt my feelings. He could have gone about it a better way. Again, yes, there's definitely truth to it, but... It was not the right thing to say, I would say. And then <laughs> I don't even know the context behind this one. This is the last this is the last one that I pulled from an old video. It, literally it just says in all caps tool. <laughs> so like whatever, dude. In the video I I probably was a tool or something like that, but so destructive, man. So destructive. And I, there's just nothing else to say about that. Just all caps tool. What a fantastic comment. Um, and then, oh, I guess I had another one that I wanted to do. This is this is one when I was doing uh, Finley House and putting up some music on that YouTube channel. And I had put out my second song after Downfall of Man. It was called Get a Stomach. Which actually, I don't really like that song anymore because the message completely goes against the message that I had in the very first song, Downfall of Man. And I don't understand because Downfall of Man is just like, why is everyone hating on everything? Holy smokes, blah, blah, blah. Like, like this is just too much. Everyone's just leaning way too hard on this stuff. And we all need to calm down and look for the commonalities between all of us. And that's basically what I was kind of hoping for with Downfall of Man. And then immediately after, I, I put up a, a song called Get a Stomach just saying like, you guys like... F you guys that get super offended by stuff. And, and I'm just like, man, wow, this, why, why did I, why did I write a song that's like the exact opposite of the one that I just did? And honestly, I, I would like that song to be taken down forever. I think the music behind it's good, but I would like to change up the lyrics for sure and maybe re, reconstruct the song in a different, um, I don't know, uh, what's the word? <sighs> Pattern, I guess. That's definitely not the word that I'm looking for, but that's okay. And anyway, I put out that song, and then I got uh, I got a DM on Twitter just saying, "Hey, I love the new song, but I wanted to offer you some criticism, you know, from some friendly criticism." This is from that Zach Schaumler guy that I talked about in the second episode, I think, about social media and stuff. And and I, he gave me his number, and I texted him, and he texted me back, and I don't have that text anymore, but I'm pretty sure it was I. I just kind of want to say this right at the beginning before I even say anything else. It was constructive. I don't want to give out the wrong idea. Um, but anyway, and and I just wanted to say that because I don't know exactly how the comment was that he, he said to me in the text. And he said something like, like, like kind of like what I've pointed out with that song. It's just like, like no one wants to be 
no one wants to be told that like they're a-holes, you know, like you need to be a little bit nicer and all that stuff. And, and at the time I think I was just cause I had worked so hard on that song. I think when he said that, like I, I, I said something back that was nice, you know, like, thanks for the feedback. I, I appreciate it. I think on the inside though, I was just like, what? Screw this, man. Like, like, don't, don't tell me that you like my music. And then all of a sudden you don't like this song. And, and I think I took it the wrong way and it was really stupid. And think, think back on it now. And she's like, no, no, he was right. And that was very constructive because, because he, he, he wasn't being mean about it. He was just like, like, if you're going to be putting out music, like you should probably keep it all on the same you know, pace where like, not the same pace, but it's just like, you don't want to contradict yourself between songs, you know, have one that says one thing and then the other one that says the other. And it's just like, like, I totally get it now. And, and I got it at the time. I was just, I think I was just like a little butthurt about it, but that was definitely the wrong way to go about it. But that was definitely a constructive way of getting, giving feedback and criticism. And it's definitely on me for taking it kind of the wrong way. So, so, yeah. Again, I just wanted to kind of go through those examples to show you different examples of of what's constructive and what's destructive, even if it's not necessarily constructive, but something positive. Those are different kind of comments that you might come across when you are putting out projects for the masses to to see, even if it is just your friends for a while. At some point, there's going to be some random people that come in and they're going to leave you comments and they might either be, you know, one type of comment or the other. So that's just something that you might might expect. And those are some examples that I have seen in my past projects. So what what are the best ways to handle constructive criticism? So I think for me personally... I think if people are leaving constructive criticism, they deserve as much oxygen as possible, right? Like, in the, I'm going to use an analogy, right? So let's say there's two different kinds of flames here. Number one, you have a flame for a campfire, okay? You need it to be big. It's cold outside. You need to warm yourself up. You need to make those s'mores. You need to cook those hot dogs. You need that flame to be bigger, right? These are the constructive criticisms of, of comments and, and through, throughout your projects. You want that flame to be as big as possible. You want to give it as much oxygen as possible. Now, for a lot of, a lot of people that know, you can apply more oxygen to make the flames bigger, and with constructive criticism, you definitely want to call those people out and let them know that you appreciate them, that you appreciate their feedback, and that that you will definitely take it into consideration. Now, you don't necessarily need to take the feedback. If you have a vision for your project and you really want to carry that through, sometimes it's better to carry out your vision because if you're true to yourself and true to that vision, then it will become a more polished product. But if you are going back and forth between other people's feedbacks, it might end up just causing a mess of a project because you just couldn't go in a certain direction. And that could be what... I don't know if anyone has heard about that Sonic movie that's going to be coming out. They had a very specific vision for how Sonic was going to look and everyone was outraged and they immediately were like, you know what? I think like the day after, they're like, you know what? We're going to go ahead and redesign Sonic and it's going to push the movie back probably a year, but we're going to do it for you guys. Now that's okay because you know you definitely want to cater to your fans a little bit. You want to cater to your audience. You want to make them feel heard so that they will support you. But you don't necessarily have to take that feedback, but you should 
you absolutely should acknowledge their presence. You should definitely uh, pay them some respects, I guess, in a way, and you should give them the proper uh, uh, comment back that they deserve to let them know that you saw it, that you appreciate it, and that you will take it into consideration. You should be giving that constructive criticism, people that are actually commenting and commenting back on your projects and letting you know what they would like more of or less of and and why they think that it might be a good idea for your channel to help you grow and to become better and more polished you should give them more oxygen absolutely because you want to see those comments because maybe there is something that they say and you're like oh shoot yeah that's actually a really good idea i should do that and it could potentially help with your project growth for sure and growth for your audience as well so that is one analogy of this flame with the campfire and making sure that it's bigger to warm yourself up, to be better, to be more comfortable, and to provide just that good solid blanket um, of, of, of positivity and, and good feelings and good vibes and, and warm vibes uh, for your project as well. So there's that. And then there's the negative form of this, right? There's destructive criticism, which I would say is probably closer to, oh, shoot, like something started on fire in my house and now it's engulfing the entire house in flames. Oh, shoot. Right. That's destructive criticism. Nothing good about it. Literally everything is crumbling down before you and you definitely don't want that in your life. But what happens if you do give it more oxygen, if you fan the flames, uh, as I said? Well, your house is going to go down a lot faster, okay? You don't want to give the oxygen to the haters. Absolutely not. The best way to handle destructive criticism is to not even acknowledge them. Now, sometimes sometimes there's there's some creators out there that do give them a little bit of oxygen, you know, and, and that's okay, I guess, if you want to, but you should never be giving them way more oxygen than the people that are showing positivity and support for you. Because if you're giving oxygen to the people that are destructive, you're just going to get more people hating on you. Because if the people that are giving you constructive criticism aren't getting anything in return, there's a potential that they might actually sour on you and give you destructive criticism and just hate on you the whole time. And that's literally all you're going to get and you're going to be pushed out of your own product because you're not going to want to make it. You're not going to want to make it anymore because no one appreciates it. Okay? So... That is the negative form of that. Please don't give any oxygen to the haters out there. They don't deserve it. They're not giving you anything constructive. They're not even trying to help you become more polished and better at your craft. You should always, not always, I guess, I don't know, but you should mostly ignore them. Because also, if you see really negative comments and you read them and you internalize them, it could potentially break you down. You should really not, like, just take anything that anyone says that isn't constructive at all with a grain of salt. They don't know what they're talking about, dude. If they can't even give you an example of what you should be doing instead, then they have no idea what they're talking about. So, so just take that into consideration with your own projects. It's totally not worth spending the energy and time on the haters. You should be spending all your time focused on the people that are giving you more positive vibes and, and better feedback to polish your craft and polish your product. Kind of another example that I wanted to bring up about that is a long time ago with White and Pasty, I don't know, every every once in a while we would get a few emails from people that would 
just come in and, and it wasn't necessarily trying to build up our, our product with constructive criticism, but it was just positive feedback of how much they're enjoying everything. And, and gosh, it was, it meant so much to me. You know, some people would say like, like they were having just a horrible month and the only thing that they looked forward to in their life, which is kind of sad to think about, but the only thing that they were looking forward to there in life was coming to the streams with me and Jason and, and playing video games and just chilling with us and chatting with us. And that, that meant so much to me that it meant, uh, you know, the world to these people. And, and that's, that's what you should be focusing on because it gives you more purpose. It gives you a greater reason to continue doing what you're doing and to become better at it because you owe it to those people that you're helping, you know, every day. So I don't know. That's kind of what I wanted to say with how you should be handling feedback when you are receiving it. Now, I was going to write down some notes on how to handle giving feedback because that's also a very important part of this process because as much as you're getting feedback, you should probably be giving feedback to people too because then you really you build up that internalization of how this whole process should be working and how to polish yourself and how to polish other people as well because if you're building other people up, you're going to be building yourself up uh, just kind of, uh, passively, passively. Sure. We'll go with that. But anyway, I was going to come up with some examples, but you know what? I have an email from Lord Meatloaf here and I'm calling him Lord Meatloaf because that is what he wanted me to call him. So Lord Meatloaf writes in, which you can absolutely do with each topic. You can write into inherently pot, sorry, inherently lazy podcast at gmail.com, and I will read it on the show. Again, if you are writing in, you should probably try to keep it short, you know, a couple paragraphs max. But since this is the only person that wrote in, I'm totally okay with it being as long as it is. If you do write in super large ones, and there happens to be quite a few people writing in, I will probably cut some of your email back. So just be aware of that. So Lord Meatloaf writes in and he says, yo, yo, yo. Although I haven't shared much of my creative work with people and thus haven't gotten much feedback, I want to give advice uh, on how to give feedback. I worked as a writing tutor for a few years and knowing how to effectively give feedback makes a world of difference to the per person asking for it. First, always, always, always lead with a compliment. It doesn't matter if the creative piece is some dog poop smeared on a canvas made of sewer trash. Start your feedback with something nice, like how the smell somehow reminds you of your childhood. And then go see a therapist. It takes a lot of courage to ask for feedback on creative projects, so be kind to whatever, or sorry, to whoever has entrusted you with something very close to their heart. Next, remember that. When giving constructive criticism, it's most likely a subjective medium. That means what you didn't like about the creative piece is not set in stone. So when you suggest the person change something, make sure to couch it in terms like, I wasn't a fan of, or I'm not so sure about. Unless it's something objective like grammar or sound quality, make sure your suggestion is clearly portrayed as your option, as your op option? Hmm, as your opinion? Maybe it is option. I don't know. In my mind, you should be saying opinion, uh, but that is a subjective way to look at it. And what you think could improve the piece. 
Ultimately, it's the creator who has the final say, and you should respect if they don't accept your suggestions. Don't be butthurt if they don't implement every change. And lastly, be like a person from Finland standing on a pregnancy test with two lines. Finish on a positive. Get it? Okay, that was a bit of a stretch. Make a compliment sandwich by starting and ending your feedback with things you liked about the creative piece. It can be emotionally draining to ask for and get feedback, so ending on a good note can help energize the creator and get them excited about continuing their project and making necessary changes. In summary, start with a positive, provide suggestions, not demands, and end with a positive. Also, as a side note, if you ask someone for constructive criticism on your work, you should also ask if they have anything they'd like feedback on. Not only is it polite, but it could also spark new ideas and collaborations that neither of you thought of, just like the purpose of the Inherently Lazy podcast. Oh, I thank you. Giving and receiving constructive criticism can create a strong community of creators who uplift one another to reach their goals. Keep on creating Lord Meatloaf. Thanks, Lord Meatloaf, for writing in. Uh, it was a pleasure reading that uh, whole thing. It actually really was, because I don't think I could have said it any better uh, myself. And I probably misread a couple of things on there. I apologize if I did. I believe that I got the main points across, though. And literally everything that he's saying is, I, I 100% stand by, if you're giving feedback, you should always start with a positive, provide suggestions, not demands, as he says, and end with a positive. I 100% agree with that because if you're just giving criticism that that that'll make the creator feel like wow like everything about this sucked then like that's the only thing that they they could pay attention to was the fact that this was this part was so terrible and nothing else was worth mentioning so that means the whole project is terrible you know what i mean like it, it would be very easy for people to get caught up on that and and just completely jump down that rabbit hole of negativity so i agree you should start with the positive you should end with the positive put your const constructive criticism in the middle because if you have positive things to say about that, then that gives at least some hope for the creator that they are on the right track and that they should continue doing what they're doing. So thank you so much, Lord Meatloaf, for writing in. I, I did appreciate that that post, and, and, I, and I look forward to future topic posts as well and, and suggestions and comments. So I think that about covers that topic. I don't know if there's anything else that I could say on the subject. Again, if you guys want to write in about that and we could just put up some kind of discussion board somewhere, maybe on a Facebook group or something like that, you guys could write into Inherently Lazy Podcast at gmail.com or you guys could, yeah, I think there is a, you can go to Facebook, I think.com slash Cherry Nuke and you could probably talk about some stuff there if you want to. But I think that'll do it for that topic. Thanks so much for writing again, Lord, Lord Meatloaf, and thanks so much for people listening to that. I hope that that provided some kind of help for somebody out there working on their own creative projects, and hopefully they can implement that into, into what they're working on and so they can really polish their product and, and not give too much oxygen to the negative people out there who's giving destructive criticism. So thanks again for listening to that. Next week's topic, folks, is audience engagement, and how to keep your audience with you for the long haul. Now, this kind of goes along with social, the social media uh, topic that I talked about in episode two, just a little bit. 
but there's kind of a fine line between, you know, making sure that people know about your project and all that stuff and then keeping your audience engaged and wanting to keep coming back and and knowing that you actually care about their presence. So as a creator in the past, I know that it's been super important to me and I guess, you know what? I don't want to get I don't want to I don't want to dive into this yet because I will save all of this for next week. But if you guys have tips or examples of audience engagement that you have either implemented or have seen implemented in projects that you consume or products that you consume, you know, from YouTubers and stuff like that or podcasters, please write into inherentlylazypodcast at gmail.com. I would love to read what you guys have to say. And I, and again, keep those comments uh, to like two paragraphs tops so that we can get as many comments in here as possible. Again, if it is just one person, that's totally okay too. At least one is better than zero. And if it is just going to be zero, that's okay too, because you all know that I could talk for a long time by myself. So again, next week's topic, audience engagement and how to keep your audience with you for the long haul, right into inherentlylazypodcast at gmail.com if you have anything to say about that. Now, let me set my goal for next week. Now, this isn't necessarily a creative goal. In a roundabout way, it sort of is, and let me explain that. My goal is to go to the gym three times this upcoming week. Now, that's not a creative project, but I've been kind of in the back of my mind getting really frustrated with myself for gaining weight and not being in shape. And I'm getting those torpedo, those tor- those torpedo. Or torpedo man boobies back and it's it's no good i need shape i need definition if you know what i mean i need that i need to sculpt my body and so i want to i want to just kind of get that off of there and also exercise and and a proper diet and all that stuff it definitely helps with the creative project because if if your body's healthy your mind is more healthy you're going to be able to create better products for sure. So I want to try to make this a goal next week and hopefully get into the habit of it and 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 so that I can really help, I don't know, just, just give myself a better outlook on life and hopefully a positive outlook on myself and, and create a healthier mind. I don't know, because I suffer from depression and anxiety and stuff like that. So exercise definitely helps with that. It'll help me with the creative project, products. Uh, process. So that is my goal for next week. Go to the gym three times. And and if you guys want to write in with your weekly goals, we can get a list going. You guys can write into inherentlylazypodcast at gmail.com and and I will help hold you accountable to 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 achieve your goal. So that's it. Let's close this B out. All right. So again everybody Make your own goals. If you guys want to support me uh, at all, you guys can always go to the podcast, either on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. You can rate and review it. Give me that feedback. You guys could also give me a like over on YouTube.com. Not slash Terry Nuke, not yet. But if you guys support me on there, you guys could sub to me and and also give give the videos a watch on there if if that's more convenient for you or something like that. I have no idea why it would be, but maybe it is. But uh, if you leave me 
some kind of review and, and, and rating on a on your podcast service of choice, that would be greatly appreciated. If you want to support me to the next level, you guys could go to patreon.com slash cherry nuke. You guys could support me at any of the levels. There's a few perks that come along with that. You guys could get the podcast early. You guys could have first dibs on 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 submissions for topics and questions and stuff like that. And then you guys can uh, also be a part of some exclusive I guess posts, happy, happy, positive posts to hopefully carry you through the week and stuff like that. So if you want to support me on there again, that's patreon.com slash cherry nuke. I will be streaming uh, on twitch.tv slash Finley ghost Tuesday and Thursday. Don't know what games we're going to be playing, but I know that we're going to have a good time. We'll have a good group of people. I'll probably play something a little less popular and something that people know of so that we can get a a little bit bigger group of people there next time maybe it'll be stardew valley again it would be fun to jump back into that for sure and then if you guys want to follow me on my personal instagram it is austin at austin l killian also twitter too you guys could follow at finley ghost for my gaming stuff and you guys could follow at cherry nuke prod for inherently lazy stuff and whatever projects i'll be working on in the future you guys rock don't ever change have a great summer thanks so much for listening and i will see you next week this has been inherently lazy and can't wait to hear from you Bye bye